Hi, this is Wesley. This is Kishida. And we would like to welcome you to the Underground, Underground Geek Shack. What's up, guys? We are now in video form. Video form again. Don't look at FaceTime. It's been a while, guys. Yep. I mean, you know, we just had to get away from video for a bit. Yeah. We were only in the shadows in voice form. I have a lot of energy for today. I'm so sorry, guys. And what's this? What's this, you see? New this shirts. Matching t-shirts? Are we twinning it up? Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but, you know, hopefully one day this will be product that we can place in a store. Are we going to make a store? I mean, in the, for in the foreseeable future. I feel future. Future. <laughs> we have too right. much energy. <laughs> oh, a lot of energy. Especially because of what we're about to talk about. Speaking of which, do you want to know something? What do I want to know? <sighs> there is no anime. What? There is no manga. What are you doing? There is no video game. Why have you done this to me? There is the only one true form of entertainment. What is that? Books. Well, it looks like I'm heading out. Wait, come I'll back. I'll see you guys later. No, come back. <laughs> Trust me. It's, it's good. I promise you. I'll leave you to it. <laughs> So, I know this is like a little bit out of our realm of things that we usually talk about because we are a very, what I would somewhat consider us, a Japanese entertainment podcast. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Most of the time we are. But I feel as though this is something that we should talk about because, I mean, okay, I'll admit it. Recently I got back into reading books, okay? <laughs> I've been just reading a whole bunch of manga. I'm about to say, you've been reading a bunch of manga. I mean,. Freaking, we'll just name drop this because it's been on his mind lately, Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man's a good manga. <laughs> I'm gonna say that now. It's only part one, 97 chapters. Your boy, oh, I've been on the Come down, Natsuki. Come down, Natsuki. Manga is literature. Manga is literature. <laughs> sure, manga is literature, but we're not talking about manga today. We'll do that later. Another time. Yep. <laughs> so we're mainly going to be talking about um, books that we have read from our childhood, books that we read from school, because I mean, I feel like books is like another, another form of like the geek fandom. Yeah, yeah. Because like it's like geek culture. There's a bunch of like uh, I want. I'm not going to say nerds, <laughs> but like you know there is. There's a bunch of people who enjoy reading, reading books yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm going to say not Lord of the Rings. It's the Hobbit, the Hobbit, Hobbit series. Yeah. I know a bunch of friends that have like read that book series, and I'm like, wow. Uh, one day I'll read it, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You said, I don't know. Like, mm, I don't know about that one, kid. It's like me reading the, the whole Harry Potter franchise. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, uh, I feel like a good way to start this out is maybe talking about the first book that really got us into reading. So, what would be that book for you? Well, for me, you guys are in luck, because I brought books galore. Books galore. So actually, come here. <laughs> the first book I actually ever started reading was the Percy Jackson series. But more specifically, Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters. So, um, buddy. We're gonna have to handle this night with care. <laughs> buddy, it's a book. <laughs> Why does it look like this thing has gone on more of an adventure than I ever have? I've been reading the mess out of that book. I've been actually having this book since, like, middle school. So that's why it's I mean, held together by tape. I can tell. And sheer will. I'm about to say, this is sheer, sheer willpower, the way this book is being handled right now. My god, you said book? Don't you mean adventure? But you know what? 
I would have to say, not this isn't my first book that got me into reading, but mm. I did read the first book, like mm. Lightning Thief. Yeah, that was one of the books. I have the first two books. Yeah, but um, I read the Lightning Thief. I think to completion. Mm. I, I remember being towards the end, and I remember reading a lot of stuff because I read the Lightning Thief after the movie came out, and I watched the movie, and I was upset because the book had a woman with a crocodile as a pet. Mm, yep. But that wasn't in the movie, and I was really upset. And I was like, why is this not in the movie? <laughs> that would be so epic, man. There was a lot of stuff that was not in that movie. Like, there was a fight scene that happened on top of a bridge, and I was like, I was waiting for it, and, and then it never showed, never, never happened. And I was like, where was it? But yeah, because like, Percy Jackson was actually the first book series that like I actually started reading. Actually, I enjoyed reading, mm-hmm. and that actually kind of jumped me into actually creating stories of my own. I can see that. With a lot of the books that I, uh, that we will be talking about today, they were some of like the um, basis as to what got us, well, got me, I would say, yeah. into creating the stories that I've created so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the dreams that I've talked to you about and stuff like that that I plan on putting into maybe a book series, mm-hmm. the world project, the world building project that I'm currently doing at the moment has stemmed off of some books. Oh, yeah. And definitely from the stories that you've told me that you're working on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like the world building of like not only the Percy Jackson series, which I kind of like that concept of like having gods and being like in the modern day mm-hmm. and trying to just be like, oh, what if this certain deity lived in this certain town? And I'm like, okay, well, how would I go about doing that? Which kind of stemmed off from when I actually had to write a certain story, like I want to say probably like last school semester. And I ended up putting like a deity in there and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. <laughs> but then stemming off from that, we also got the Kane Chronicles. The Kane Chronicles? Yeah. I don't think I've ever read that. Well, you're in luck. <laughs> he said, because I got it. Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> now, why is this one a lot better than the other one? <laughs> now, this one is also written by the same person who wrote the Percy Jackson series, Percy which Jackson. is Rick Riordan. Yeah. And interesting thing is that Rick Riordan when he wrote the Percy Jackson series that has to do with Greek, you know, Greek mythology, Greek gods, stuff like that. King Chronicles, on the other hand, deals with Egyptian mythology. Okay. And so the cool thing is that within every book, like toward like the toward like the ending of like the book, it actually gives you a glossary of each individual like gods' names. What are they in English? Like what like how did the names come to be? It gives you kind of like a little lesson of what each thing is. Oh, I like that. So I, like I was that. like, that's also, that's another reason why I kind of like these like, books like this. So I see that you came in with like a very mythological uh, sense. That was the beginning of your reading adventure. Yep. Mine started a little bit earlier towards life. I didn't bring the books with me because mm-hmm. it's a lot of books. <laughs> but the first book that really got me have into... have a tote bag of books. I know, I have... <laughs> dude. <laughs> I have a massive library and I'm running out of room in my library and I'm buying more books. <laughs> I need more space, dude. So the first book that I ever read that I feel like um, a lot of, um, I've asked a couple of people and they remember reading this. I read this in elementary school. Mm. It was like my third year, third grade year and stuff like that. It's called Hatchet. And for those of you, oh, you remember it? So for those of you who, um, it sounds familiar, but you need like a little bit more of a hint. Hatchet is about a book who, it's it's about a book. It's a book. It's a book about a boy. 
who is riding an airplane into Canada, but the pilot has a heart attack, and so he crashes in the middle of like the woods, and he has to survive for so long until Rebel rescue arrived. either rescue finds him or he tries to find a way to get rescue to go find his way out. And it's really, really interesting. It is super suspenseful because you have to remember this is just a 12-year-old kid like thinking about all of the stuff that he's learned from like Boy Scouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It gets intense. There's bears, there's wolves, it gets terrifying. And he talks about the pain and suffering that he feels after mm-hmm. the crash and stuff like that. It is epic and I love it. Like when I read that book as a third grader, most kids were like, oh my God, that's scary me. Whoa, this is epic. <laughs> and I would get mad because the reading group that I was in, mm-hmm. So here was the thing about me. As a young kid, I didn't like reading a lot because I thought it was slow. Mm. I like fast-paced action things, which is why I like comic books and stuff like that, because I can yeah. go through it pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. But with words, I also had like a little bit of a slower time reading. This was before I got into anime or subbed anime and increased my reading speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I read kind of slow, and I was like, this is too slow, this is too boring. But The Hatchet, like really made me like it but the reading group that i was in we only went through like 10 pages per day mm-hmm. and i'm like but i want to read more <laughs> and i had to wait like at, at, like after 10 pages the teacher would be like okay let's go on to math and i'm like no 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 let's get back to that <laughs> oh man because like i remember back when i was in elementary school we, we took this class called like read 180 mm-hmm. and that was an interesting class to say the least because one book series that I actually loved a lot back then was called Shipwreck Island. Shipwreck Island? Yeah. Ooh, this sounds Sadly, I don't actually have Shipwreck Island with me. But I liked it because it was, as you were saying, like you know, the fast pace and everything like that. It goes from these kids being on a boat because like they're on a boat, they're going to like a detention center. Mm. And they're on a boat, the boat gets attacked, they get shipwrecked, like, they basically get tossed off the boat, mm. and they end up on this island. Then, not only do they have to only fend for themselves, because they have to, they don't know where, they don't know who each other are. They're strangers to one another. Yeah, so they get to get to know each other, and then they have to fend for themselves, deal with poachers on top of that. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot that goes down. And then apparently, one of them... Like, because they deal with poachers, the poachers have guns, they deal like, with pigs and animals, you know, you gotta, you gotta eat! <laughs> you have to eat! And so then, like, toward the end of the series, apparently one of the kids has crutches because he got shot by one of the poachers. And I'm like, what in the world is this book? I need more! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and so, like, that spiraled on into, like, the unknown. <laughs> the unknown! And it, like, went from... I need more of this to having me actually go and not find that specific book, but then I found another book at my other local library back when I was a kid called Lion Boy, and I was like, what the heck, I like lions at the time, and I was like, oh, it's a book about lions, okay, wrong, <laughs> and so I read the entire book, it's only, I only have the first book, apparently there's a lot more, and so I read that entire book, fell in love with it, because it was about a dude who can talk to cats. <laughs> But not only could he talk to cats, the cats actually talked back to him. And so then he started talking to lions, and then the lions apparently were in part of the circus type thing. 
and then they were being taken away because they were going to be slaughtered and killed. And then I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so then our main character, Charlie, and, uh, and he actually ends up like getting help from his friend Ralph. And so Charlie and Ralph take all the take all the lion cubs of somewhere else because that's what their parents wanted them to do. And then I took it upon myself, me still being young, to sit here and email the author of the, <laughs> of the entire novel and be like, I love this novel. I have questions. <laughs> I have many questions. And so I was scared at first to actually, I know this is a tangent, but I was scared to actually send off that email. And I sent off the email and I'm like, he's not going to respond. The author has too much other things to do. And so did I know. A day later, he responded. And, I'm and you had a heart attack. I remember you calling me. You said, oh my god. I was like, what's wrong, Wesley? He said, I emailed this author. Okay. He emailed back. Wesley, what are you doing? <laughs> now, that, was, that was with Rick Ryan. <laughs> but like, when I emailed this author, you know, me still being a little kid. And then he was like, oh, I love that you like my series so much. Here, I'll answer some of your questions. He was like, if you want, I can send you the entire book series. And I was scared. I was like, I don't wonder what Shady Man to be <laughs> to my house and get the entire book series. Sadly, I declined him. But I was like, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I should have took the deal. You as a young kid, you're like, I don't know. Talking to strangers is scary. Uh, my mom told me not to accept anything. You as an adult, I could have had the entire series. <laughs> That's me as like now because I'll get into this book series later. Later, actually, I'll mention it later because what I want to first talk about is the books that like the school made me read. Oh yeah, Beowulf was one that the school made me read. Beowulf, I remember reading Beowulf, but here's the thing about Beowulf: it was very complicated vocabulary, and also I was reading it in honors English, mm -hmm. and so we had to do a deep, deep dive, oh, I and I kind of like purged everything from that <laughs> class. Because, I mean, I didn't mind it. I like I remembered some of it. And I remembered, like, it being somewhat really weird and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But some of the deep dives that we did bored me to heck and back. So I was like, nah, this ain't it, Chief. <laughs> I remember reading Grendel for the first time back in high school. And then... Because the reason why I say I read Grendel twice, or Beowulf twice, was because we read it from Beowulf's point of view. And then we read Grendel's point of view. Which I didn't realize Grendel had his own book. <laughs> he said, what? And so my my teacher was like, yeah, now we're going to read it from Grendel's point of view. And I was like, why are we going to read it from the monster's point of view? It's just going to be sad and depressing. And then I fell in love with, I fell in love with Grendel. I was like, you're making him out to be the bad guy. Why did you do this? You know what? This reminds me of the one book series that they made like almost every kid read, Frankenstein's Monster. Mm, yep. Like, I really loved this book <laughs> like uh again this was honors english but this was like the part of honors english that i actually retained <laughs> so we read it and we started reading it and i was kind of like okay okay yeah i guess it's all right <laughs> but the more the more we got into it i was like oh 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 <laughs> i really really loved this book i just remember like dissecting all the letters that, <laughs> that was being said they were like we would be stuck on one letter for like the entire class period and we're like, what do you think this actually means? It means he did this. Continue. But man. 
there's been like so many because like the, that was one book I had to read. One book, another book I had to read was Sir Gawain and the Grey Knight, which was Arthurian legend and whatnot. And apparently now they're making a movie about it. <laughs> interesting. I've heard about it, but like, like I don't that know. That was an interesting one. I don't know, but much about the Knights of the Round Table, like Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Green Knight um, evil. Supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. Because it was a creation of Mordrin. Mordred. 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 Not Morgren. <laughs> Morgren, I'm thinking of freaking Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Mordred. Yeah, because it was a creation of Mordred. But it was interesting because, like, it was mainly to test Gawain's loyalty to Arthur. And it was a, like, at first, like, when you when you see the knight walk into the, you know, to the gallery hall with everyone, and you're just like, oh no, it's a big bad knight. What does he want? And then he's like, fight me. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he's just like, <laughs> it's like Huh? <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Any one of you who can get a clean head off me in one year's time, I get to do the same thing to you. And so Gawain comes in, chops off the dude's head. And I'm like, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, that ended pretty quickly. But then it doesn't end there. Because then the knight picks up his head and looks at Gawain. He goes, you did good, boy. In one year's time, come meet me in the forest. I got the same thing to you, and I'm like, what? And then this knight just walks out with his severed hand, and he's just like, I'll see you guys in a year! That is so creepy! So, this is a mini side tangent, but, so, okay, I'm slightly gonna bring in video games to this. Mm -hmm. My only true knowledge, (laughs) you're gonna make fun of me, and I'm accepting of it, Mm -hmm. my only true knowledge of Author, author in the Knights ta- in the Knights of the Round Table mm-hmm. is because of Sonic and the Black Knights. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, because didn't that have like some some correlation to Arthurian legend? It was or whatever? basically Arthurian legend, but Sonicified. Yeah, yeah, I remember and that. I remember that. It's cheesy. You're not wrong because when I was a kid, I wanted to actually get the game. Because I have the game because, you know, only because he had a sword. <laughs> I have the game and I've played it almost to completion. I'm stuck at oh well, younger me got stuck at a part. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, if I play it now, my probably be able to giga brain it. can get it. <laughs> Watch, I play it and I'm stuck on it again. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> but no, like in all honesty, like that's my full knowledge of like King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. It's sadly because of Sonic and the Black Knights. <laughs> yeah, like that. That was one book that I read. Another book. This. Well, I did read the Magic Treehouse series. Was that one that the school made you read? Uh, yeah, kind of during like elementary school. Only because you know, like when you when they did, I don't know if your elementary school ever did this to you. They shoved you into <laughs> into the library and they just said pick a random book and then just open it up to a random page. And if you complete that page, you can be you'll be able to actually read that entire series or whatever. So here's the thing that my school did, right? That's what my school did. They were just like, go at the books. So the school, like, every once in a while, we go to the library and we had to pick out a book and read right mm-hmm. then and there. Um, but my school also, I don't know, do you know about AR points? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, my God. So let me tell you, man, me and my mom, oh, my mom helped me out. So we had family reading night. It was every Wednesday night. We'd go there and um, they would order food and it would be from... 5.30 to 7.30, so it's two hours. You read books, you do your AR tests, 
and you get points from them, you turn them in, and you help the school raise up their AR points. Yeah. Let me tell you, I put a massive amount of points in those in that collective <laughs> AR thing, because let me tell you, there were there were separate goals that we would have to reach. So, um, one, I know this is this is a weird side tangent, but I love it because reading just brings me back to childhood. So these AR points, man, one was like, okay, um, each grade on a separate day gets a pizza party. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. I, I got, remember that. We got those. Uh, two, the second goal was like ice cream party and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The third goal was like a free day. So each grade for a certain amount of time would go into the gym or like outside in the field, in the um, playground. And they would play for like a couple hours and then they would switch over. It was basically an entire free day yeah. where we didn't learn. We just watched movies, play games. It was fun. I remember one time we, but, we had the pizza party, but the pizza never came our pizza cave <laughs> but no 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 so then the final goal was what we always reached for and it was epic so my principal at the time when mm-hmm. this was like really like hidden it was uh her name was uh, miss umphrey and what she would have to do the final goal was the first time she did this the final goal was she had to kiss a pig what? yes okay she had charlotte's web okay she had to kiss a pig and let me tell you, when we found out, we said, all right, <laughs> bet, bet. <laughs> so we were reading, rereading, and we reached that thing. We even went above that goal. We got something else special. I can't remember exactly what it was, but we basically doubled the points that we had to get. Mm. And um, so the day came and <laughs> So what sucked for her, well, what didn't suck, but it was funny. She had to kiss the pig twice because uh, we didn't have a school auditorium. It was in the gym and you can only fit so many kids in the gym at once. So it was kindergarten through second grade, went in to do the school assembly mm-hmm. where she talked about how proud she was of us being able to reach our reading goals. She explained to us how reading was important. But, and then at the end, she introduced us to the pig. <laughs> And she kissed him. <laughs> on, she kissed him on a snout. But like as a little kid, you're like, oh, she kissed a pig. <laughs> there was like photographers there. And oh everything. my gosh. So like I said, she had to kiss the pig twice because kindergarten through uh, second grade went in and then third through fifth went in for mm. the second school assembly. And I'm like, bro, she had to kiss a pig twice. <laughs> but no, so that was like epic, right? But no, after she left, um, instead of reaching goals like that, uh, we would... For two months, they would do a thing where, depending on how many AR points you got, you get Hershey Kisses. Mm. So let me tell you, I was that kid that would always get 100 points. Like if you got 100 on your AR tests, Mm -hmm. and depending on how challenging the book was, uh, you get either 5 or 10 pieces of Hershey Kisses. Let me tell you, they had to always get me a Ziploc bag because <laughs> I would rank up points like crazy and they're like, they see me come in and I bring in these tests. I'm like, yep, they're all mine. And it was like 20, 30 points a piece. Oh my gosh. And so they just looked at me, looked down at my test, made sure that I got 100 and everything, got a Ziploc bag. <laughs> and I walked back to class and it was like, <laughs> Where did you get this from? I said, family reading night, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. I just had to call that fast. <laughs> oh, you're good. Like, good lord. 
Hey, you over here like, I got my buddy. <laughs> See ya, boys. See ya, boys. Oh. <laughs> Man. Because, like, I've read, like, most of the stories that, like, I've read, like, now more fuel me toward going to, like, all the stories that I like to write. Mainly, most of my stories that I write are all fi uh, fiction. I don't really like writing nonfiction because that same it just doesn't feel right. To well, me. I mean, not writing nonfiction, but I don't like reading nonfiction. Both. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so there was one class that I had to take in college. Still in college, but yeah, there was one class that I had to take, and I had swore to myself I was never gonna pick up a nonfiction. They said, then, too bad, son. You have to read. Well, because, like, this was the class that Shane and I had to take. Mm -hmm. And so the the thing for this class was that we actually had to pick a book from an author that we did not know. And so me being a book civilian, scrolling through all the authors, and I'm, like, fiction author, but, you know, just trying to find all the fiction authors I can. And I found one. But when I found the book, it was actually a nonfiction book. Uh, and so I thought it was a fiction book because it was like it was a like great detective case or whatever. And so I took it, bought it, and it was funny because the cashier looked at me and looked back at the book. He said, "Are you sure you want to buy this?" And I was like, "Why not? It's a fiction book." And so I grabbed the book, come home, and I'm open. I'm reading it. I'm like, and I got bored real quick. Like I wasn't even done with the first chapter. I was like, what the heck am I reading? And then I remember I gave it to my mom. And then she's like, dude, you bought a nonfiction book. And I was like, take me back. I need to get a fiction book. He said, take me back. I'm not doing it. Because <laughs> I remember I even went back to my professor. I was like, I swore I would never get a nonfiction book. And she was like, why? She's like, oh, I get you don't like reading nonfiction. But then she's like, Wait, you bought a nonfiction book, didn't you? I was like, yeah. She's like, you got bored of it really quickly, didn't you? I was like, yeah. Because, I mean, I'll be honest, like, I'm not saying that all nonfiction is yeah. bad. There's some nonfiction that's, like, interesting in theory. I guess you just gotta find the ones that kind of, like, speak, I guess, speak to you that way. Because, I mean, these are books that I'm not gonna talk about. I'm not gonna go into detail here in this episode. But, um, I took a samurai, samurai traditions class in college. And we had to read a bunch of, like, um, stories from back then. Mm. And then we had to read about, you know, what would be considered the modern-day samurai of Japan. Mm -hmm. And leading up to this, we had to read about Pearl Harbor and stuff mm, like that. Yeah. And I'll admit, some of the books that I have, because I still have all those books, some of the books of, of, from those times are interesting. It's just, it's, like, depressing at the same time. Because yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, this actually happened. Yeah. And I'm reading it from the uh, the Japanese point of uh, point of view, and so it's even more sad because you're like, oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, it gets sad, oh, it gets so sad. But they're nonfiction, mm -hmm. and I like World War II stuff. So you know, like it has to be a specific topic for me to yeah. take interest in. If it's about like the economics and stuff like oh, that, no. or I think that was the thing was that like within that first chapter it started to break it down like taxes and whatnot. And yeah, I'm like, like oh. what? I didn't come to I didn't come to this book for taxes. But so this one book that you brought in. Mm -hmm. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. This, this book. one book, book like my so actually um, it's funny because this is a book called Bird by Bird by. Um, and Lamont. But you gotta say the entire name. You don't show it off once again. <laughs> but it's called Bird by Bird. Some instructions on reading. Reading. Wow. <laughs> wow. Some instructions on writing. Some instructions on writing and life by Anne Lamont. So, 
I took an illustrations class for my art degree, mm-hmm. and my um, illustration professor recommended we read this book. And he says, even though this is more geared towards writers, it's geared towards anybody who does any creative endeavors. Mm-hmm. And so um, I recommended you cause, this because I sent you the one chapter that I had to read for the class. Yeah. And I said, Wesley, I feel like you might be able to like learn something from this because this is actually like really, really good. Yeah. Because it's funny how she does things. Oh, yeah. Because she talks about she talks about her brother who was a birdol- birdologist. Well, so the thing she was basically trying to say is that like, uh, when Anne Lamott was writing this book, she the reason why she said it's called Bird by Bird is because her brother had to do a, an assignment, but he waited until the last minute to do it, and the assignment was on bird watching. Yeah. And so he waited until the last minute, so he's asking his dad and Anne Lamott to help him out and everything, and so he's stressing out over it because he has to get it turned in, and... His father comes in and he's like, son, just take it bird by bird. Basically take it step by step, one thing at a time. In which, like, I originally got this book due to my creative writing professor who was now retired. Yeah. And I am so happy that he allowed me to actually go out and get this book. I need to read, I need to buy this book for me because it is very, very helpful. Oh yeah, yeah. Because, like, there are some things... There's, like, a lot of stuff that I have highlighted within this book. And I want to see if I can actually find it real quick. Found it. He said found it. So, because with this, it's basically, like, viewing your stories as if they are your kids. I'm going to suck at me reading this, but I'm going to try my best. (laughs) Make sure you speak up. I'll do my best. (laughs) Okay. Your work as a writer, when you are giving everything you have to your characters and to your readers will periodically make you feel like a single parent of a three-year-old who is, by turns, wonderful, willful, terrible, crazed, and adored. I love it! In which that kind of, like, spoke to me because I'm like, yes, for our age, we are still pretty young, but I usually, I remember when my professor gave us, they all told us to read this book. And I had told him in our conversation, I was like, look, I'm 20-something. I don't have kids, but I have kids. <laughs> I don't have kids, but I have kids. And the way how I had to explain it to him was because I was like, all the stories that I write are up in my head. And I was like, anytime I go to sleep, these guys won't let me go to sleep. Because they're like, hey, hey, I know you're trying to go to sleep, but... <laughs> Add this in real quick, or hey, draw the first this scenario, or hey, you know that love interest over there? Yeah, bring her into the story too. You said <laughs> this is now canon, <laughs> and I'm just like, guys, I just want to sleep. Leave me alone. I love it. And so, yeah, I can see that because um, even with the stories me. that like you and me have created, they're like, let him sleep. Because it would be funny because this is actually kind of like accurate, not accurate, but this is like, you know, current because this happened last week, literally last week. Found this new song. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, a uh, quick story about me and Wesley. Uh, we're working on a story, kind of. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Well, because we worked on the storyboard like yesterday. Yeah, we worked on the storyboard yesterday. And so uh, our minds have been on this story as of late. Yeah, and she, she, you think we should just name drop the, the story? Nah, let, let, the, let, let them wait. Let them wait on okay, it. Okay, we can let you guys wait. 
Well, man, we'll talk about it more once you're fully confident in the complete story. Yeah. But so, quick, uh, quick backstory. Me and Wesley tends to make our best ideas whenever we listen to music, and then we'll kind of like bring it in, tie it into it. And so, with this story that we've been working on lately, uh, we had a lot of good ideas going into it, and you know, it's still going on pretty well. Uh, I listened to this one song, and it fits so well with the two main characters that we had in it that I immediately, like I was at work and the song passed by my thing. I was doing like a repetitive task. So I yeah. was allowed to listen to my music and I listened to it. I said, dang, put the song on repeat, copy the link, send it to Wesley. And I said, <laughs> this is with our characters. Good luck. <laughs> I get a text message five minutes later and he said, dang, you're right. <laughs> and I proceeded to just be like, Oh, it's about love. It's about this. It correlates to this. And you're like, dang, you're right. I said, dang, you're right. And too bad I was at work because we would have gone into like a freaking hour and a half conversation mm -hmm. about how this song fits so well with the plot and where it belongs in the plot. Yep. It was just too perfect. But I was at work and he wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, I was at home. I was sitting here typing out notes on my computer. You said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on. Continue. <laughs> I love it. Oh, but yes, definitely with the, uh, our characters are our children. Yeah. With the characters that we have created together, mm -hmm. they're definitely our children. <laughs> we are, we have joint custody of them. <laughs> I get them on, I have them most of the time. He gets them on weekends and holidays. Sometimes they sneak their way over. They sneak their way over when I'm just like, go, go to your dad. <laughs> so enough with school. Cause I mean, there was a lot of books that I've read oh, yeah. that school, the school made me read, read. And I was like, yeah, I'm down to clown with it. But let's go on to the books that we have chosen to read outside of school. 39 clues. <laughs> you, said 30, you said immediately, 39 clues. Would you like to explain what 39 clues is about? You know, 39 clues is a, it's a really fun roller coaster. <laughs> but basically, it's a book about these two old up the siblings. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> it took my mind a minute. But you got Amy and Dan. Mm -hmm. And I'm surprised I was able to remember their names. I about to say, I remember reading the first part of the book, but I don't remember the name. And, because, like, it's from one person's, like, they're the one who actually came up with the concept for 39 Clues, and then apparently each individual author wrote the scenario for 39 Clues using Amy and Dan. And it's basically like an overarching story of, like, trying to, basically, like, National Treasure kind of it's like because like apparently their grandmother who was world renowned and she loved to travel the world hid the she calls them 39 clues and she hid 39 clues all over the world so each clue goes to certain something different that the grandmother wants her to, you know wants her two grandchildren who she really holds in high regard to find this one thing before anyone else in the family actually finds it. Because I want to say, like, didn't it start out with, like, they were at the grandmother's wake mm -hmm. and, like, yeah. they meet the other they meet pretentious... The other, they, they meet their other family members. They're, and... like, pretentious and snobby and they're like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, some of them who are, like, part of an actual secret spy organization and you're like, who are you people? Why are you here? Because, like, the first book that I actually have of 39 Clues is actually book three, which is when they go to... Egypt. 
and I was like, I fell in love with that book. And then it's because my my the way how I select books is kind of like sporadic. So I have book one, I have book three, I have book eleven, and then I have book two. I can't do that, but then again, that has happened to me once before, and I'll talk about that here in a second. Like, oh my gosh, I know I know that struggle so bad. Where you're like, oh, this book looks interesting. Starts reading it, I feel like I'm missing out on something. This is book three of the seven part. Dang, you have it! Because, <laughs> um, actually, you know what? I can make this up now. Mm-hmm. There was a point in time mm-hmm. where every Wednesday I would go to Walmart and it would be me and my grandmother and my mom. My mom, after we do our normal grocery shopping, yeah. me and my grandma would immediately walk to the book section. <laughs> Usually I would get like those cheap novels, like, you know, I never got the romance novels because they're trashy. <laughs> no, I'm not saying they're all trashy, but a lot of them are like $5 smut fests. <laughs> so I didn't get that. I go more for the anime, not for the books. <laughs> I went there because, you know, I was like, dang. At first, I would see if a new Shonen Jump was out, mm-hmm. but then my grandma was like, why don't you get an actual book? And I was like, <laughs> okay. So I would get away from the magazines, sadly. And I actually found like a bunch of like apocalyptic like novels and mm. stuff like that. Mystery novels, Who Killed Who and stuff like that. They were all right, but then I saw this hardback book. It was called Never Fade. Never Fade? Yeah, Never Fade. Okay. And I was like, Ooh, and the, the cover looked epic as heck. I was like, I don't know what this book is about, but I'm gonna get it. <laughs> Yoink! <laughs> and I got it, and I opened it, and I was instantly confused. And I was like, this does not feel like the beginning of a book. <laughs> so, my three brain cells was like, check the front of the book, and so I did. And then I realized this was the second book of a book series called The Darkest Minds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dad, nab it. <laughs> I can't read it now. So it wasn't until recently where I ordered the entire book series, which is what brought me into wanting to talk about books today, mm-hmm. uh, The Darkest Minds. Mm-hmm. I bought the entire series and I'm reading it like properly now. Cause like you, got the second book in the series and I was like, dad, nab it. <laughs> See, the thing I ended up doing was that like for the whole 39 clues, cause I used to order like book like not like the actual physical book but like i used to get like cassette tapes to like put into like this little cassette player that actually has like the audiobook on it so i basically just listened to the entire series through audiobooks um then i got to the last part and i was like oh this is good this is good and then like it's like getting up to like a climactic part and then it just shuts down and i'm like oh is that it is that i want more i want more (laughs) So, like, um, that was me with books that, like, I had to read for class, but it was just so boring, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> um, but with books that I was, like, really interested in, I was actually able to read it on my own. Um, so, I'm going to reverse back in time real quickly for a little bit, because mm-hmm. these were books that I didn't have to read for school, but I read, and I loved them so much. Um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, yeah. Still I, have that. I, Nate, I still have, too. Big Nate, yeah, I have Big Nate too, and mm-hmm. I read that one as well. Oh, that was also really good. Um, Goosebumps. Oh, Goosebumps. Yeah. My favorite Goosebumps book is called Shocker on Shock Street. It's basically about these two kids who go into um, an amusement park. That's based off of like all types of horror films and stuff like that. Oh, there was. I'm trying to remember. There was one that had to do with like, like a scarecrow. That one was my favorite. I'm trying to think. I read a few Goosebump books. 
But when you were talking about like the them going to like the amusement park and all that, that reminded me of uh, Teddy. What was it? It was like Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Kingdom Keepers. That was the name, but not Magic Kingdom. I was like, wait, it's Magic Kingdom's Disney. It's basically about these guys who get lost at Disney, but it's <laughs> Disney after dark. So you know what? So basically, when I say Disney after dark, I mean no staff members. Yeah. No, no, you know, people dressed up as the different characters. None of that. Like, they actually get lost in Disney, and then apparently Maleficent comes alive in the side. <laughs> Pause. Why Maleficent? Yeah. Why is it? Why is it always Maleficent? Exactly. Kingdom Hearts. She's the bad guy. <laughs> Well, for the first one, she was the bad guy. And then later on, we figure out, oh, it's Xehanort. Or wrong. It's the... Actually, it's still Maleficent if you go off of what's been happening in the mobile games. She is still the bad guy. (laughs) True, you right. Dang. Dang. Especially after what happens with... Oh, we ain't gonna get into that mobile game. Ooh. (laughs) We're gonna... That's gonna be a whole beast on its own when we make that episode. Especially the concept of dream eaters how we didn't like them before and then now after the mobile game you treat it with a whole different light wait 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 wait. (laughs) oh my god wait we're gonna we're gonna tackle that in a different episode right now we're talking about books but i just you were the one who brought out the mobile game i know it's just i find it so funny how it's just like okay who's gonna be the bad guy of this thing who's a good central bad guy maleficent what What? (laughs) i love it just maleficent's like Tired of being here. <laughs> Dang it, I'm slain by Prince Philip. F that guy. I'm just gonna take over this amusement park now. <laughs> Everyone's else just like, okay. <laughs> She's the boss. Okay, boss. Boss. <laughs> I love it. So this this next book series that I read as a kid, mm-hmm. you can make fun of me. Okay. You all have the right to make fun of me. It's what brought me into uh, getting more into... Uh, supernatural book um, genres because I'm really into like the supernatural, mm-hmm. the Twilight Saga. So here's the thing: <laughs> <laughs> never actually read any of Twilight, but I did go watch the last movie. <laughs> you said you watched. I like how you've never read it, but you was like the last movie. I'm gonna watch. Yeah, Would I'm not like... going into that that whole thing. <laughs> he said no, 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 no. It's just it's so random. What's funny is um, my father. He's mm-hmm. never watched any of the Twilight movie. Well, he didn't watch. He never watched the the first one. Mm-hmm. Actually, no wait, hold on. So this is an interesting series of events because we was at a friend's house and they had like movies on demand. Yeah. And I said, "Ooh, the um, Twilight." It was like Breaking Dawn, Breaking Dawn mm-hmm. Part One, and my father was like, "What's this?" And I was excited because I I already read the book. I was like, I was in the middle of reading the book and stuff like that, and I already watched the movie. I said, "Ooh, it's part of the Twilight series." And he was like, "You seem really excited about it. We'll watch it." I forgot <laughs> there was a sex scene in there, and so I was watching through it. I was like, "Yay, yay, yay!" But then when it was coming up to it, I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then we watched it, and I was sweating. I said. <laughs> I was waiting for it to pass by. I was like, like, hurry it up. <laughs> hurry, hurry. In my mind, I was like, God, I forget how long the scene was. 
it didn't go on that long, but it felt like it went on forever. And then when my when he finished the movie, he was like, I can see how that was interesting. And I was hope I was like praying to God he never talked about the scene. <laughs> and I was so happy. And then he was like, you know, I kind of want to watch the first movie now. And I said, interesting. We'll watch the first movie now. <laughs> But no, sorry, that was a mini side tangent. I just remember just sitting there, just so scared. I was like, I was thinking about the Hunger Games. <laughs> I have never watched the Hunger Games. I, I have the read first the book. first book of Hunger Games, and then I went to actually go watch the film, and that was actually a pretty good film. <laughs> you know what? I have the first book. And I've been meaning to read it, because I remember throughout high school, like, that was like everybody's book. So high school actually was really interesting to me because um, the two book series that I saw most commonly, and mm-hmm. one of them I actually read, um, so The Hunger the Hunger Games mm-hmm. was a thing because it was just finishing up while, while I was in high school. Yeah. I remember a lot of people were reading that. And then uh, the second book series that um, I saw that was kind of common was the Divergent series. Oh yeah. Now I yeah. own and I've read the first two books to completion. I have all the books, but I've never finished it because someone ruined the third book for me. Dang. They told me what happened. I'm not gonna do that to y'all just in case you ever wanna read the book series. It is awesome, it is epic, it's apocalyptic. Yes, there's a theme with me <laughs> when it comes to my book choices. But yeah, it's an, apoc- it's an apocalyptic series where um, you're basically split up into factions based off of your personalities and stuff like that. It's really, really interesting. And yeah, I was I ruined. Maze Runner. Maze Runner? Yeah. That was, I've heard so much about it. I've never read it, though. I remember when we saw it back in high school. Oh, I never watched the movie. Is it a, is it a good movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. He's a- I saw, the reason why I saw it back in high school was because um, apparently one of the people who had graduated from our high school at the time. Yeah, yeah, because that was that, that was during our senior year that we went to go see. It was um we watched Insurgent, Insurgent the second yeah. yeah the second movie of the Divergent series. Yeah, that's the one where one of our former yeah well, one of our former classmates, our alumni, actually worked on the movie. Yeah, yeah, that was that so one cool. was an interesting one. The Maze Runner was actually pretty cool too. <laughs> I've never watched Maze Runner, but I kind of want to read the book series because now I'm at that point in life where I'm like. I realized if I watched a movie, and depending on how good the movie is, it'll either encourage me to read the books or deter me. One example of how it kind of like pushed me away from reading it was City of Bones. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever watched the City of Bones, uh, Mortal Instruments, I think it's called. Nope. Um, it's the movie, kind of trashy. Ah. It's messy. They had to redo the series by making it a TV series wow. that follows the book more closely. But I mean, it already kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. My it, it encouraged my mom to buy the entire book series. She said, "Here, read it." But every time I read the book, I would think of the movie, and I'm like, "No." <laughs> so what book now, did I do that I did like reading? I did not mean to cut you off. No, 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 you're good. But one book that I did like reading, what was it? Oh, True Grit. True Grit was a good book. True Grit. Mm-hmm. It's like a western uh, kind of book. And it it takes place from uh, your main character, the female, Abby, if I remember correctly. And you get to see her whole adventure uh, to basically find her father's story. Nice. And I was like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. And then we actually watched the the film. And I was like, this is enticing me to read this book all over again. Um, hold on. I'm trying to remember... 
Which book? Oh, okay, cool. So, there's another. That was back in college. This is still, well, this is high school for me. Uh, I bought the second book to this series and I didn't know there was a sequel to it. But do you remember Abraham Lincoln, the Vampire Slayer? <laughs> yes. So I watched the movie, it's actually really good. And I found out that it was a book, it's a book series. Well, I, at the time it was only one book, mm-hmm. but I accidentally bought the second book to it, which I didn't know they made a second book. And I'm like, dang, now I need to read the first book, even though I read the, I, I read the movie and watched the book. Last night. <laughs> yes, <laughs> even though I we watched, all do that. <laughs> even though I watched the, the movie, uh, I want to read the first book. So I see that we're coming up towards the end and we've been talking about books. So quickly, I would like me I would like for us to, you know, each mention a couple of books that we want to read in the future cuz I have a, a couple that I actually want to read um, to completion. I don't actually have any on hand. You don't have any on hand. You don't know but any on the top here. I'm trying to cuz like there's one that I have and it's kind of like a Peter Pan kind of kind of book, but it takes place from like uh, from like Hook's point of view. Because basically, like, it's kind of like the real life version of Peter Pan. Like, um, but what if the kids were grown up and trying to fight back against Peter Pan? Interesting. Because, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know with Peter Pan, basically, the fact is that, like, you know, Peter Pan doesn't want to, you know, grow up. All I do because of the pixies, they were the ones who basically test the curse onto him of not wanting to grow up so he remains a kid the only bad thing is that when he brings kids over like and they, he's like hey go fight Captain Hook that's because Captain Hook is actually an adult he actually lived through what Peter Pan had gone through and that's why Peter Pan's trying to take him out along with all of everyone else that Hook has with him so it's basically not Peter Pan, not Hook trying to fight Peter Pan, but Hook trying to fight the Pixies. <laughs> oh wow, that actually sounds really interesting. I haven't heard of that book series, but I have like the first book back on my bookshelf. <laughs> you said so. back on my bookshelf. <laughs> um, I still want to read Kingdom Keepers. But I have I have the first two volumes of that. I have uh, the five. It's all oh, I can finally remember the name of it. It's called Five Kingdoms. It has a dragon on the front of it, but it's not Aragon. But it's called Five Kingdoms. But I only have book three. <laughs> it's funny that you said Aragon because I, I I got this entire book series as a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. I've yet to finish reading it though. I've read I started reading the first book, but then I got distracted by other things, and so I need to read the whole series because I heard it's actually really good. In that it started off. It's like the story from a 12 year old, and I'm like, wow, a 12 year old wrote this, and it became famous, so I need to read it. Um, I don't know if any of you guys listened to the podcast called Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, yeah, you know I'll listen to that. I know, I introduced you to it, (laughs) and I freaking love it. Like, Welcome to Night Vale. No, I'm actually caught up with it. Welcome to Night Vale is like one of my favorite podcasts, it made me get into podcasts a lot more. And uh, they have a, they have a book. It's the first book that I have, and I started reading it, and I never got through it because I, uh, it was before classes started up for me in college, and I became too focused on classes that I would forget about what happened in the book, and I had to reread it. It's funny, but it's not. <laughs> I just want to finish the book. Dang it! I mean, heck, because like I've listened to the Alice is in Dead uh, podcast from the people who wrote 
Welcome to Nightville. And apparently that's actually a book. And I was like, wait, this is a book? <laughs> you said, wait, a book? I, I didn't realize it until like toward the end of the podcast when they were like, oh, here's excerpts from the book. And I was like, I'm not actually going to get this now. <laughs> Let's see. I know I said I was going to try to keep anime out of this, but we're, we're going to go into anime territories right now. So, in Japan, there are these books called light novels. They're not as long as like an actual novel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're just, you know... Small, you know, more digestible book series yeah. that exist, and it's like what a lot of anime series are now based off of. Like, uh, I can't believe my sister's this cute, or what's another anime? Damachi is. Oh yeah, is it wrong to pick up girls in a yeah. dungeon? Oh, well, because that's based off of a light novel and a manga. So, and so the book series that I want to read. That I started reading in Japanese because I wanted to improve my Japanese skills is the Monogatari series. Uh, if you know about Bake Monogatari, uh, there's some more. I can't remember all the names, but it's basically each of the names, each of the titles have Monogatari in it. Yeah. And it's really, really interesting because the animation and the anime. I've been trying to find the Monogatari series. The anime itself is beautifully animated. Um, as a meme, the most famous scene from that anime series is the toothbrush scene oh, where he brushes oh, his yeah. sister's teeth. Yeah, I remember that. Like, a lot of people know it because of that, and they're like, what is this anime? And they watch it and they find art. Uh, apparently, the light novels are all pretty good, mm-hmm. and I want to read it, apparently but in Japanese. I know there's probably an anime that's like, has to do like, with a katana or something like that. Like, a DVD. Like, he knows the lay of the sword, but he doesn't actually use a sword. He uses his fit, like his hands to fight, but his hands are sharp like a knife. And, but apparently it's from the same people who wrote the Monogatari series. I'm gonna have to read this now! This- what? Yeah. <laughs> that's epic! <laughs> but yeah, that's as anime I'm gonna get today. And then, of course, like, uh, what's- what's one more? Oh yeah, the Stephen King books. Oh yeah. I- it, eh. Is <laughs> it? Like I have I haven't actually read a lot of Stephen King, so I've always heard that he was like a pretty decent guy, and I want to read to find out why he's a decent guy mm-hmm. when it comes to his books. And so I'm just like, okay, let me just read this out of curiosity. That's why I want to read some more Stephen King novels because I'm like, out of curiosity, what makes this dude good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I know this is like a weird like diverge of like what we usually talk about. You know, we're always about anime, we're always about manga, but we always have boast about how we are all types of, like, geek fandoms and stuff like that, because, you know, there's stuff that we haven't talked about, you know, Star Wars series and stuff like that, Um, there are movie nerds, like, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, stuff like that. I would love to talk about that, it's just that we're very, you know... We focus a lot more when it comes to anime and video games. More because that's mainly what we try to like. That's that's what we watch. That's our a bread lot. and butter. <laughs> that's our bread and butter. That's the thing that we watch all the time. But yeah, so I just wanted to let you guys know that yes, we know that there are also books out there. Books exist. Yep. Movies exist, and we'll talk about them. Oh, if there are any books that either we have mentioned that you guys like, or any books that you guys might know that we might be interested in. Let us know, please. Yeah, put up in the comments. We'll have to give it a shot because I'm always down to finding a new book series. Oh, yeah. 
And then I gotta sit sad and sit here and make room on my bookshelf. I have to make another bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we have come up to the end of the episode, guys. Yep. Thank you for joining us. It's like, it's so epic because we're just. I don't know if you ever watched, like, you know, appreciation videos from, like, Japanese developers. They're like, thank you! Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were about to do that for a minute, but no. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for joining us today. And we hope you've enjoyed your visit to the, the Underground, Underground Geek Shack. Shack. Bye, guys! See ya!